We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Suns win! Suns win! Yes, this is the Miami Heat Beat post-game show, but uh, for the rest of the finals, we are technically Suns beat. I know there's only one guy, John, uh, John Carlo Navas. It's rooting for the Bucks, but Ooh. fuck him, fuck him. We're not, listen, we are Suns fans. We're all about Jay Crowder on this show. And listen, uh, I'm going to keep my opening rant short tonight uh, because, listen, all the Suns do is out here taking care of business. This was another professional win of a team. that I mean, the Bucks are just completely outclassed. Like, let's just call it as it is. Uh, hopefully this is a four game series so I can take my my post finals break. Uh, me and Brass, you know, we're winded like Jimmy at the end of the finals <laughs> last year. Uh, we are wheezing towards the end. If I had to do one more fucking cutout with a bad accent, I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> fucking do. Um, but they're not cutouts; they're actual guests, Alf. Yeah, yeah. If I have to interview another fucking guest, um, right? I have to issue a, 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 a mea culpa, if you will. Um, for years, I, along with the rest of Miami Heat Beat, have mm-hmm. have been uh, repeating a trope, um, a meme, if you will, a, a hashtag. We made a whole song about it. Um, but I'm going to admit tonight, live, in, all, in front of all tens of you, um, <laughs> Devin Booker is better than Justice Winslow. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. Devin Booker is better than uh, Justice Winslow. I know, guys. I know. I know it's hard. Hard to hear from me. It's hard for me to say it. Uh, but Devin, Devin Booker is a better player than Justice Winslow. Go ahead. Bring me out, Brass, because I have to recover from from that. <laughs> from that. You know, it was hard for me to say. Um, we get shit all the time on Twitter for it. And up until today. And it was like the fifth three that Devin Booker hit in Chris Middleton's face. And I finally was like, mm. <laughs> that motherfucker might be better than Justin. <laughs> oh, he, 
might be a better basketball player than Spider-Man. Justice Winslow. It took me Spider-Man. a while. It took me a minute. Um, now, I will say they would have took Justice out for a defensive possession. That's a good point. Might have for offense, though. <laughs> and I was going to say, they wouldn't put for him offense. in for an offensive possession. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> bro, bro, we need a shot. Get your ass out of here. That's him. Oh, I am Alpha Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. This is the Miami Heat B postgame show, Hangover Time. Brass, let's find out what everybody's drinking. To my French compatriot, I'm, I'm, I think I'm saying this right. Je suis désolé. I think I'm saying I'm sorry correctly. I think I've, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let you down. Uh, my man says 6 a.m. here in France. You think your favorite Damn. show will have your back? And the minute I arrive, Alf is slandering justice, shaking my head. Je suis désolé. I think I said that right. If I didn't, what the fuck? I failed French class as a Haitian. It's fucking terrible. Moose! <laughs> Tell me you got some monkey shoulder, monkey booty, monkey oh kneecap, some kind of bullshit on that. I just want to say, I almost did this from bed. I'm exhausted, <laughs> but I gave the people what they want. I got the monkey shoulder right here. I got a glass of vino right here. Shout yeah, out right. to uh, Siobhan. But I'm going to hit the people. I will. A tire drop. A tire. A tire drop. A tire drop. That's <sighs> I'm gonna get some coffee in a little bit. I gotta be up for work. Why are we twenty washed? What happened? Oh my god, I'm so tired. (laughs) tired. We used to be the young. This is the longest game of the year. We used to be the young show, fucking ten years ago. We we Um, drank ourselves out of it. We're so we faced right before the audience's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, when I started this show, there were no grays in the beard. Okay, so that's just we had dreams and shit. It was. Oh my god. (laughs) I had aspirations. I had goals. Now I'm just like, I, was, I need to excuse now we're to get doing drunk a, on a Thursday. I don't want to hear about your dreams. Now we're covering a Suns Bucks game on a Tuesday, um, on a Thursday. Yeah. I um, my 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 fiance had a, a work uh a work happy hour, and she was like, "Fuck that shit! I don't want to go." I was like, "Fuck it, let's have our own happy hour." So yeah, of course, I got I was drunk by like seven. And then yeah. I came home and uh, tried to watch this game. And listen, I enjoyed it because it was a bunch of Thanasis cheering and uh, Giannis. <laughs> he got uh, some serious TV time tonight, Thanasis. Giannis, I, I felt like they called him a cheerleader. They know his name. They know his name. They called him a cheerleader. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the best night of my life. And we got a lot Stealing of this from picks. Giannis. Still played a damn minute all series. <laughs> Asses. He's played as many as many minutes, <laughs> finals man. minutes as Justice Winslow. <laughs> he has. Um, I'm going to say what, played more finals minutes than Thanasis. <laughs> I am going to. <laughs> I'm going sad. to uh, uh, admit something here. I am drinking Sprite and orange soda. What? Yeah. What? It's the most ghetto what? shit I've ever done in my life. Uh, oh no, not the most ghetto shit. Most ghetto shit I've done on this show. Okay, so I, I, because I was at uh, happy hour, I didn't have a chance to go get my normal oh, shit. I had vodka. What had happened was <laughs> I got leftover orange soda from the 4th of July barbecue because there was a black, there was black people over. So we figured might as well and get some orange soda. 
And uh, you can't laugh at that, G, or Moose, or Brass. Um, so there's orange soda left over. So I'm having <laughs> Tito's and Sunkiss. I feel like okay. Keenan and Kel made it so that we can laugh at it. No, Not they that didn't. I would. They Not didn't. that I would. Um, <laughs> Not that I would. No. no. We're, we're all looking at G like, go ahead, laugh, motherfucker. Go ahead. I, I, bet laugh. Laugh I, I bet you won't laugh again. I bet you won't laugh again. again. Yeah. I'm going to Rachel Nichols. Uh, I know, I know sucker. <laughs> Tiff, what you drinking tonight? Man, I'm drinking half hour past bedtime. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> mm. When y'all see the blue cup come out, y'all know this is some shit H2O. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thursday, Tiff. <laughs> listen, I got a six-year-old that still wake up like she going to school. It's Friday. Yeah. Why do they oh, do listen. that? That circadian rhythm is a motherfucker. Because yeah. they don't, when it's time to go to school, they don't wake up at six. Exactly. Yeah. But right. when, but when, when it's when it's a day off, they be up early, dressed. Fuck you, dressed for. <laughs> Eating Damn. cereal with syrup in it. Like, man, what are you doing? Cereal and ice cream. <laughs> like, why, why, why are you eating Rocky Road at 5.30? Who told you this was okay? I was like, fuck, you're up. You want some checkers or something? I'm going to Got my phone ordering Uber. Got my phone ordering Uber Eats and shit. What? Why you have a cheesy gordita crunch? <laughs> Brass work. <laughs> so it's like, right. I'm sounding like Bernie Mac. Why you got my phone for? You're going to need a crunches. It's two o'clock. I'm gonna get your ass in bed. Him downstairs, Al. Him downstairs. Yes. I got no fucking name. Brass, what you drinking tonight? Uh, I made a paper plane, one of my favorite drinks, uh, because the Milwaukee Bucks are about to get on a plane and fly back to Milwaukee for oh. the last time because this series is up, folks. They're not flying back to Phoenix, so this is it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> Everything is over. I hope so, man. <laughs> Two more. That's it. I, I'm, I'm good. Oh, yeah. We know they're better. Let's just, just get it over with. <laughs> and are like meme generators. It's it's like weird hippie white people over there in Arizona. They hey. fucking mass produce memes. All the way this country mass produces racism and weapons. No. Did you see that one dude with the bandana at the end? Like in the like, laying on the first table. Of all, I will say yeah. twenty seven seconds. Has- that has been my favorite part of this finals. I mean, the games the games are fun, whatever. But yeah. the crowd shots? Oh, my. That Listen. shit is comedy. I'm in on the AK. Yo, I'm Listen. in on the AK. The, the crowd shots look like a giant Dave Matthews concert. Oh, my yeah. God. Phoenix yeah. is out of control. They doing some heavy peyote. Moose, Moose is offended at that. Yes. I, well, I was just going to say that, like, yeah, no, it's it. pretty accurate. I, I could, I can testify to that. Um, <laughs> I've, that that I've crowd going to be looking real fucking quiet the next couple games. I like that one Heat fan that he was, like, lost. He didn't know yeah, where he was. He, was. <laughs> he stumbled into the arena. He said like that, that coca- the cocaine is pure. That shit is straight from <laughs> yeah. Mexico. Right, um, <laughs> you saw that. You saw that D Wade retweeted late. That's what I was gonna say. I love that D Wade not only retweeted him, but then later in the game, I saw him sitting courtside. That's like <laughs> so he's so he's there. He could go dap up the guy himself. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Shabon, what are you drinking tonight? Um, hope you didn't got the orange soda in your shit. No, gentleman's jack. And we switched it up tonight. We have a pinot. Mm. Nice. Mm. Mandavi. Look, 
Mandavi Siobhan's my favorite Siobhan. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell <laughs> the young people. She's different, you know. <laughs> she's different depending on, you know, some to Kendall's Kendall Siobhan's different. You know, they're all they're all different. No, you can right tell the young people Moose and uh Moose and Siobhan double fisted. I'm over here drinking orange soda. I mean, I got a <laughs> Just out here drinking water. I mean, Brad's been a cocktail. I mean, it's I late. Right here. Well, I, I'm always double fisted with this. I always make a double because I don't. I can't get up in the middle of the show and make another. So, uh, G, what are you drinking tonight? Absolutely nothing. You fucker. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's one. That's I'm, one. I'm fasting. You don't even I'm have fasting. water. I'm fasting. You don't even have water. I, I actually don't. Right. Like, which is the, which is the, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have nothing. I have nothing. Just, just old dry mouth having ass. You better get some water. <laughs> You're fasting? Are you trying to hit a goal weight or something? Uh, listen, we are Brass and I are going to be at Summer League, and I just want to lose as much weight as I can before my bender in Vegas. G trying to get some strange in Vegas, and I understand, bro. I've never been. I'm so excited. I'm there to work, Blue Wire. I'm there to work. I'm there to work. Yeah, I'm, there yeah, to, yeah. I'm there to cover <laughs> basketball. I'm there to, that to cover Casey Alcala and Gabe Vincent Summer League performance. Bro, I, I, me and Christian already have plans to fuck up Summer League next year. Because this shit came <laughs> off short notice. Now Blue Wire got a fucking studio. Yeah. Me and Christian have already... Yeah, we all, First of all, we all going. I'm going to be there. Uh, we going to figure out how to fucking pay for this shit as a group. And we are just coming to fuck shit up. I ain't coming Let's to cover no basketball. I'm not analyzing shit. Yo, I'm why just, is out that? Why is out that one black person at work? I ain't fucking coming. I ain't come here to work. I ain't come here to work. <laughs> I'm taking a party bus to every fucking summer league game. Come on. Just why? Why Alf smell like strippers and fucking cigars? It, fuck, because I'm in Vegas. I mean, yeah, that's the aroma of Vegas. They should sell it's it nice as a candle. I love Vegas. Um, <laughs> Oh, Vegas and New Orleans, my favorite spot. Oh, I can't. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about this game a little bit. Because, um, right, first of all, I do want to talk about that that fucking that deer park. What they call that shit? Deer district? The deer district. Deer park. That's some gross for, water. That's some yeah, disgusting exactly. water. And it's a gross-ass <laughs> district. That shit, first of all, it's a, it's, a, it's a super spreader event. It's disgusting. It probably smells bad. And why are there so many dudes out there with their no shirts shots. off? Like that, come that on. place smells like milk. That place smells like milk and cheddar cheese. Milk, exactly. I need every man. Like if you are yes. at an outdoor concert, Shit. an outdoor festival, an outdoor viewing of an NBA Finals game, keep your fucking shirt on, bro. No, yeah, that, nobody, that drives me crazy. Nobody wants to rub shoulders with your sweaty top, you know, bro. I, I said it's like buttermilk. It's not. Like, buttermilk is cultured. There's no fucking <laughs> culture out there. Okay. Say they out there smell like poutine. Put <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your goddamn shirt on, man. Like, what uh, is that? Like, what is that thing that meant? Like, oh, it's hot. Turn it. like, nobody, nobody wants that, bro. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I, like I, no, I don't care. You did push up for you got here. Nobody wants that. Um, but yeah, even people at the Dave Matthews concerts and I had the shirts on. Yeah, they don't want that. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Bro, first of all, half y'all got jerseys on, so your sweaty ass shoulder up, and that's fine. Okay, we'll take that. But then you're gonna put your titty in my face. Come on, man. Anyway, um, <laughs> one thing I did notice, like Drew and uh, those Bucks fans out there, like as Coachella, yeah, because that's all they got. <laughs> Right, that is the event of the year. Hey, let's all go down to the fucking stadium, stand outside, and take our shirts off and sweat on each other. That's no party I want to be at. Oh, that shit is gross. Um, 
one thing I did notice, like Drew and um, uh, Chris Middleton had a bad first half, mm, and I felt like I felt like their entire they all reverted to like, oh, let's go back to 2020 when we were super easy to defend, and like let Giannis handle the ball and let the other team build a wall while we all stand around him, like. I'm watching them. I'm like, yo, y'all ain't learned shit. Like, let those dudes shoot through their fucking struggles instead of going back to the Giannis. Because yeah. every time that shit happens, it's like, I know the game's over. Right? I'm watching I'm watching the collapse of the Bucks because they, they get one-dimensional shit. That's the coaching. Yep. Is that much? No, that, I, I think they're 100%. They're a couple of players short. I think that it's like clear that like Connaughton like cannot survive out there. And I know that he's like was probably their second best player for a lot of that game. But when Connaughton's your second best player, you have bigger problems than your than your coaching. I mean, yeah. their offense just look constipated, and guys are helping off Tucker, <laughs> who's not as good a three point shooter as he was before. <laughs> I'll, do for y'all. Says, I'll do it on G I'll do it go shirtless and Gabe and KZ combined for sixty and I'll be right next to Johnny. Please don't. I don't want to be Rass shirtless. Man in the camera. No. <laughs> I don't want to like be shirtless. He's gonna turn to brass and be like, <laughs> but he's gonna give it to brass. But Tiff, he's gonna shimmy your brass in face. Hey. They're like fucking Jim in the office. Just, ever like just like that. <laughs> oh, Brass, we you need that IG live the entire time. Um, but Tim, no, I mean, that shit will get banned. You know, what yeah. if if those guys? Because the thing is, like you watch against the Heat, those ancillary players, the 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 Connaughtons. Uh, I'm not going to call Drew and Chris ancillary, but the guys around Giannis, when they start hitting them shots, like that team is dangerous because then it's like, Giannis, you pick your spots. But when Giannis feels like the whole weight of the fucking world on him and he starts doing that shit, right. like it's it's a wrap. Like, is, it, do they have to just let Drew and Chris and, and Connaughton and Brooke work that shit out? Or is it, you know... Or is that the answer? Or what, like, what can they do? Because well, I feel like they're completely outclassed. Giannis, if, if they don't pick it up and Giannis goes for 30 each night, they're getting swept. That's one. One is not going to beat five, especially if Chris Paul is on the other end. That's not happening. Yeah. They got to put the ball in Drew Holiday's hands and tell Giannis, get your ass in the post. Yes. He he's handling the ball way too much to not have a move. Dribble, 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 run through yeah. you. Dribble, 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 <laughs> sidestep. That's why is this on Giannis? No, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. But the problem is, is that guess what? What real players do? All right, you want me to run this play? Okay, we ain't running that. This what we do. Uh, I mean, that Giannis, was a long time ago. Giannis got it's, the ball, and he's like, "Fuck y'all! Nobody's hitting shots. I'm gonna go in the paint every yeah, single time." Yeah, that's the problem. But that's See, the when problem. he does that, they become so one-dimensional. They're just and easy that was the only defend. time they were scoring. He was sixty-eight no, percent. They started the game. Drew started attacking the basket, and then yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, they look good," which I don't understand why they Drew were always seven for twenty-one. To, I said to start the, the game, just, they were doing other things. They were doing differently than just Giannis dribble, dribble, dribble. It's like and when honest, one person dominates the ball that long, 
yeah. you lose rhythm and you lose confidence. Everything else stagnant. Right. And also, no, I, I mean, okay, I'll speak for me. When players on my team used to dominate the ball that long, the next shot was a brick. The next shot was a brick. Now I got to go a whole nother five minutes, get my lather up again, play hard on defense, and pray to get a foul to get to the line. Yes, that's what happens when you don't but touch the ball. The problem was is that that was him doing that was a result of these guys not hitting shots, and he was passing out of the spin move a lot and getting guys open threes that they kept missing and missing and missing. So, like, I get what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you, but, like, that is, like, this utopian world that just did not exist for them. And when Drew's missing point-blank layups and Middleton can't (laughs) buy a shot – I like I I don't I don't blame him. I mean the they were at at the end he was the one in that third quarter that kept them alive and every time he sat they couldn't yes. do anything because those but guys see, couldn't hit shots. Here's the thing I think you're saying that we're blaming Giannis. Well, no, I, I know you're not, Giannis. but I I just I I don't I don't think like oh well because they were putting Drew in the pick and roll and Drew was missing layups. He was doing weird. His decision making was totally up his ass. I have like he was like awful today on offense. And I don't really think giving Drew more pick and roll reps was really the solution tonight. It was we gotta get Giannis to get us out of this. And if he's creating for guys, they gotta hit open shots. But they weren't hitting open shots, and offensively they completely fell apart. And the only time they could score was when Giannis was like, "Okay, I'm getting in the paint, I'm putting my head down, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm scoring buckets." And that's the only thing that worked. Go ahead, <clears throat> go ahead, Moose. I'm sorry. Well, I, no, I was just gonna say like. I, I understand where G's coming from, but I'm I'm leaning more towards Tiff. My only thing against what Tiff is saying, and I think we're aligned on this. We're not putting the blame on on Giannis, but I am putting the blame on Bud. Like it's I think that coaching. comes down to coaching. He's got to then call a timeout, get in the player's face, be like, "Yo, you got to keep trusting your guys, keep pushing it back out." How many times did we see Spo go through this exact same shit with LeBron and Wade and all that? Like. It's up to the coaching. At the end of the day, the players are going to keep going back to their natural habits. And Giannis's natural habit at that point is to dominate the ball. And then it's up to the coach to fucking coach that out of him. Especially I think in those he moments. had to dominate the ball because those guys weren't playing. No, well. but gee, they will never win anything. Yeah, they are. Those so... guys got to play better. That's yeah, not... but that's the thing. You have to let them keep playing. The problem when Giannis you can't let the them shoot you out of a game. At Bro, some point, you the superstar you will has never to grab win. the game. So you, you will either, never win with with the way with with that. Like you, you, either, you are better off if, if he scored forty two points and you never even got within more than eight, and it never even felt closer than eight because all you knew all they could go all they could do is go down and get maybe two. Holiday took as many shots as Giannis tonight, though. Look, you lose that game either way. You either let Giannis go for 50 or you at least let the rest of the team get some rhythm, get some timing, get some comfortability, get some, like... But what do you mean? Like, Holiday had as many field goal attempts as Giannis. But also, Holiday had 15 of those field goals in the first half. In the first half, So let's stop acting like he he didn't hit anything. You You still attack. You still go north-south. You still get on the defense. They can't win. They cannot win if, 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 if it's all Giannis. Yeah. It's too easy to defend. No, I agree with that. But but they, they were not defending that. Well, Giannis was doing whatever he wanted. I, that's where I disagree with you. They were scoring whenever he – he was scoring whenever he wanted. But the problem is is that one will never beat five. Exactly. So, yeah, that's true. The other four, but those the other, other guys got to play better. No, they got to play better. But as a coach, you got to get your guys in the right position to score. 
You got to get Chris Middleton some easy buckets. You got to get him a switch with who can't guard Chris Middleton on the Suns. I don't know. Let's just, I, I don't even fucking know who can't, whoever can't guard him. You got to get him on that switch and you got to get Chris Middleton some easy shots. You got to get Drew at least getting to the line. Like as a coach, you got to start drawing up but plays. I, but like, that was the thing. Like today, like they specifically were hunting the Booker matchup for him and he was getting to the spots and he was just fucking throwing up garbage. And it's like, you get him the matchup that he wants. Their half court offense was horrible, but he was getting, he got Booker in space and that's what he wants. And he's not a guy that's going to create separation, but he's a guy that's a tough shot maker. And, you know, Booker has, has a little bit of size, but, but Middleton's bigger. And he was, he was getting the matchup he wanted. I, I thought they did a good job. I mean, I think if you want to criticize him, I think going small probably wasn't ideal for them because Brooke was playing so well, but I, I, I'm a Bud yes. hater. I don't really think today was like big on Bud. It was like, bro, when Drew Holiday and Middleton are not going to hit any shots, I don't really understand how you can expect anything when they're like, I thought they were put in the right spots to kind of create, especially Holiday, who was getting downhill and getting the matchups he wanted. So I, I, I kind of disagree on that. I get what you guys are saying, but I – that was a failure of Middleton and Holiday, like, and, it, and I don't even want to put that on Bud or on Yana. Real quick, real quick, just to back up Tiff. Chris Middleton's second favorite shot in the NBA. Everybody knows it. Right there on the elbow, you know, 15 feet, whatever. It gets him going. I didn't see that called once for him tonight. And I may be wrong on that, but I did not see him ever curl and get to his spot for the easy basket to get a rhythm he, going. He was. He was missing. <laughs> But that's the thing is like, I just and I'm, I understand where you're coming from, G. Like Giannis did what the fuck Giannis took over for his struggling ass team, yeah. and I don't blame Giannis for a second. Giannis did what a guy is supposed to do when he's just like nobody else is helping me. Let me do what I have to do. I'm putting this on Coach Bud, and I'm also putting it on Chris and Drew, and maybe those motherfuckers are not you know uh, uh, sidekicks to win you a championship. Like maybe they're just not those guys. You're not that guy, pal. Uh, too, some uh, Fez says too much G FaceTime on the show, but I appreciate G's perspective because I think the rest of us no, are all. In and accord. I think some of what G is saying is accurate. No, I, I, I just play better. Just lean more they towards have to it. play better. But they the just, thing is, the thing better. is, you don't take the ball out of your point guard's hands. And the, as the, your, the, you can't allow yourself to get the ball taken out your hands. But see, and that's one of my. That's my little problem with Drew Holiday a little bit. But remember but, what I said last time. He it's all gravy when he's when he's the one doing the pushing and the pulling. But CP3 been getting in their ass. And when you get into Drew Holiday's ass, he retreats. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's yeah, I, the one caveat about him. He retreats. He was. He was. He has those, been in this series. Yeah. Those layups are looking short. I'm like, what's going on? Maybe he's hurt. I don't fucking know. But I, and then, Too late now. And then Chris, Chris fading like Chris always fades. Um, but you know, he you is get who he is. Yeah, they. I mean, listen, you 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 gave up a lot of first round picks for Drew Holiday to miss fucking layups. <laughs> Alf, sure we like, and I I think this can loop back to the Heat, and it's like kind of remember when when Holiday was available and everyone was like, we really need Holiday, and I was like one of the only people that's like, I'm not so sure about this because X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, sometimes the guys you don't get, like CP or Westbrook, they look really good when they leave. But then sometimes, you know, you you know, you, you got guys like Holiday where you give up a bunch of stuff and now you're stuck with this dude who you're just like, oh, well, oh wow. And I he's listen, I still would have taken I still would have took him. But because we never we never thought it was gonna be that price. Like that. Yes. <laughs> you would have given up. You would have given up that much. No, we no, saying, no, 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 no. We didn't know the price was like when yeah. they gave up all that shit. It was like, yeah. Whoa. right. Yeah, they oh, overpaid. Right. They overpaid. It's like it's like when you're looking at some shit on eBay. Like I'm a cop that, and then you see one motherfucker page. You're like, oh shit, I don't want that shit. Like it wasn't that good. Exactly. Like listen, uh, but you take the price tag off it, and you tell me, do I want it? Fuck yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want a whole okay. lot of shit to like. I'll take it. Listen, you're all like that. That never mind. I'm out here looking for real estate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, this shit, the house looks nice. Then you tell me what it costs. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> before we uh, move forward, we have we've been missing this for a while. Very excited to bring it back. Now that we can focus on one game at a time, it is the return, the triumphant return. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, come on! This is a one. This is a fan favorite of Bond's breakdown. Woo! Oh, hold on, hold up! Let me break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke. Listen, next season, that them shorts is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are we'll sons. Shoot, we'll shoot a new one. Yes. We're Suns beat now, so I have um, a few plays from from the Suns. <clears throat> a couple offensive, couple defensive. Uh, go ahead, Bryce. So pause. So at this point, <clears throat> in the first four minutes of the game, Drew had been guarding Chris, um, and they were fighting over the screens. He was fighting over the screens a lot. Um, so little background story. Go ahead, Bryce. So PJ's on him. Comes back up, um, that high ball screen, pause. PJ allowed him to get closer than Drew was letting him get with 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 you know minimal amount of work. Hands down, Chris is too smart for that. Giannis was playing half-ass defense. Um, Brooke has to you know keep an eye on DeAndre over there in the dunker spot. Um, shout out to them. Um, so yeah, and then this is this is what happened. They were having, go ahead, Bryce. They were having a, a tough time getting these types of looks the first four, you know, minutes of the game because Drew was being so disruptive up top. Um, come back down. Go ahead, next one. We're coming down here. 
So pause. So now is campaign. Cameron Payne has the ball. It's not Chris. Um, so how how do they play it here? Go ahead. Pause. Jay screened. Jay screened. Um, bring it back for me one time, Bryce. I'm sorry. Jay ends up screening the dude that's guarding Cam. DeAndre screens Jay's guy. Pause. They just got beat by a slipping action. You would think that they would, you know, be kind of looking out for some slipping action. But instead, you know, they're trapping Cam up here when they were fighting over top on, on Chris. That, you know, opens up a different type of lane. Go ahead. DeAndre is a great roller. He delays his roll. Him rolling made them have to, you know, kind of stunt Cam or whoever that was on the side, you know, popped up. Question, Shamar. Do you think that was a trap on Payne or Bobby Portis is just a bad defender? So it it could be both. Like it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a good trap. Like it was a half ass trap. And so it looks like, you know, just bad defense. That's a flop. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, why do you trap Payne here? Justice would never. Pause. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know why you do. They were doing you it like trapping... all night. It was weird. Mm-hmm. But this is the start of the game. If you weren't trapping Chris that high, why are you trapping Cameron Payne that high? <laughs> right? <laughs> I saw somebody, I saw HP Bas- a basketball tweet. It's like when you trap Payne, you just make, he's not, not a good playmaker. You make that initial trigger so much easier for him. You do because he has, he doesn't have but one or two options to, to go mm-hmm. to. He doesn't have to think about it. Go and ahead. they know it's coming. That was, yeah. dunk for eight. that was a dunk for eight or a three. Like, there was, like, right. they made because that Because you trapped so Cameron Payne. Go ahead, Bryce. Yeah. Yeah, fuck HP basketball anyway. <laughs> um, These next two are a couple of defense. They they go to this, their zone. Pause. So, this starts as kind of like an amorph- amorphous 2-3, um, a 1-2-2 two, two type situation. Jay is following Chris through. Chris doesn't go all the way through. He kind of cycles back around. Pat Connaughton in the corner flashes up. Um, go ahead. Pause. So, so. Why does Jay Giannis not roll up. to the basket there? I don't understand. I don't know. Jay comes and plays up top. He so I, I like what Monty is doing because they have Giannis on the side. Giannis carries you know a big presence, but it's easier to account for his weight when he's playing on the side. Typically, you would want to have your zone balanced, and they could do that by having Devin take Chris and everyone bumping back. They have a few times during this sequence to balance their zone. I think they don't purposely. Um, go ahead, Brass. Pause. Like, kind, it is kind of balanced here, but it's still, I don't know, but it's still accounting for, for Giannis over here in the corner. They're not doing anything. There's no motion. Go ahead, Brass. Look at that. Daddy, the no just... one cuts. It's just no, no motion, no one cuts. Chris doesn't even like pop down to get into some space nothing. to take a more open shot. Um, no nothing. Movement. No movement. And then last one, um, they get a little bit more movement because they now put Giannis Paws in the middle of the zone. The middle is the weakest part of the zone, but you have to be a good decision maker. And you have to know your reads. Your people need to make you know your passes easier. Whoever this is five should kind of come down a little bit because I don't know if Giannis can really see him in his line of sight. Dude in the corner is okay. Go ahead. But when you have his weight in the middle, it makes the, it shrinks the court because you have to pinch from both sides or you just kind of put yourself in um, another unbalanced situation. Um, yeah, I like what, what the Suns did. I like what they've been doing um, all season. 
And I really, really like the way that DeAndre Ayton um, rolls to the basket. His delay opens up a lot of stuff. I, I just the that the 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 possession you showed where it, it went to the Giannis ISO. Mm. It's like if I'm a defender in that situation, I'm just breathing this whole sigh of relief. You're getting once your rest. I, <laughs> once I start, once Giannis backs up and I start seeing him get, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right. You know, like listen, because it just it 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 takes all the pressure off. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of pressure when Giannis with the ball in his hand driving is pressure, but Giannis without the ball in his hand. Yeah. Rim running is a whole lot more pressure, in my opinion. Like just Giannis by himself. Like, listen, he's gonna get his, but you know, are you giving up the corner three? You know, yeah. it's just I feel like it's just so much easier to defend. Like, I mean, the Heat gave you the blueprint for that, and it's just when when they when they when they when the ball movement stops, when the ball gets out of Drew's hands. Or, you know, Jeff Teague was handling the ball a lot for some reason. I didn't know, understand what that was all about. But I just feel like they become a one-dimensional team. And, I mean, the ball's stagnant. And it's just – it's really it's really easy to defend them. Uh, but we did Car, – uh, Carla Tiana says, thank you, Siobhan. Yes, uh, we missed that. We missed that kind of insight. Um, we've been relying heavily on jokes because I'm not good at analyzing basketball. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Jay Jock for extending their tier too. one sub till December and also for gifting a, a sub to Norza. We appreciate oh, that kind of support. Nice. Go ahead, uh, Moose. Ah, fuck. All right. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Tie a drop. Jesus, Moose, try not to look so miserable when you do this. You don't want time with a dreadlock. I think I just woke up the entire building. Yeah, that'll be all right. Alf, can I? Before we move off the It'll game, the can I? Time. Can I give a shout out to something that happened in the game today? Yes, go ahead. So I like I've been I've made fun of Lopez a lot and like his goofy ass drop, but I thought today and and credit to Bud for this too, like. They really did a good adjustment of bringing Brooke higher up to the level of the screen. They trusted him. He did not look out of his depth. Was really kind of recovering well, getting back on the on-ball guy, making sure that he covered the roller who was Aiton. And I thought just did an exceptional job of getting up high to the screen, contesting, kind of eating up the base, doing all that stuff that you need. Motherfucker. He was good, man. He was good. Was and then, that's not my dog. I thought I thought the I thought the Agro. Phoenix counter to that was interesting. And it's great coaching by Monty, where they're like, Oh, you're gonna bring Lopez up to the level. So they would set the screen like three feet back from the three-point line. I hate this guy. You're giving prime analysis, man. Prime. I'm not as cool as Siobhan, I get it. But yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that was cool. Fuck Brooke Lopez. He's just on Whiteside with an annual pass to Disney. <laughs> oh, gee, that was amazing. Thank Good you. Good morning. Yeah. Thank what you. Are we, what are we? What are we drinking? Some espresso, I hope. Thank you for that. That was a. I'm. Oh, that was an amazing breakdown of Brooke Lopez. <laughs> you needed it to get through the next uh, bit of show. I'm sorry. It was actually very good basketball now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But holy shit, when Moose is about to fall asleep, uh, 45 seconds on Brooke Lopez's drop scheme. Wow. I feel like I feel yeah, like do all it. week. 
I've been Take bullied all week. Whether it's <laughs> liking Young Jeezy, I get bullied in our group chat, or complaining about young soccer. Jeezy. Just Jesus listen, I've I've been I've that's I've been too. bullied on. That's yeah, I mean, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, let's get to something. We uh, let's go. Let's get back to our roots here. All right, we fuck Suns beat for Suns beat for a minute. Let's get back to Heat beat Hangover time. This is what we do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that is fucking right. I love. I w- what I was gonna do is as soon as he said, well, as soon as he said, can I um, can I give somebody a shout out or whatever? I was like, yeah, go ahead, G. And I was gonna remove him immediately. But I, yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Me and Brad. The cool. fucked up thing is, Brad. Who would have done it? We would have brought him back out. in by accident. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, we want to go in because there's been a lot of talk on the timeline. All of a sudden, I've become the biggest Kyle Lowry fan in the world, and um, honestly, I'm just a big common sense fan. I, I, I am. I Kyle Lowry's fine. I just, I'm just like, what common sense says, the best point guard out there, and the Heat need a point guard. So what we want to do tonight is, uh, and this, this was Tiff's idea, we want to give you guys our top five off-season point guard. Uh, acquisitions for the heat, um, but they're in reason, like, no, within reason, got, right? No, Dame fucking Dame Lillard. Lillard. Oh. How, many, how many, how many reasons? Just five okay. reasons. Okay. Um, but thank you for saying that though, because you know, I wanted to make sure that that was clear before the list was, yeah, unveiled. like uh, realistic shit, realistic shit. No, Dame, <laughs> we're not talking Dame, Kawhi, Luca off season because. Okay, come on. We live in reality. So I'll start. First one, Magic. Okay? I want Magic yeah. Johnson. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather have Steph. Oh, is Steph available? Shit, let's go. Um, okay, Brass. Anybody's so, unhappy if you try hard enough. These are my top five. All right, so number five. Mike Conley. Um, I put him at number five because I didn't realize Malcolm Brogdon was a choice. That's four, too. <laughs> oh, you oh, did? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Malcolm Brogdon was a choice, Mike Conley would not be on this list at all. He is a choice. And I like Mike Conley a lot. Um, but listen, that motherfucker has not been healthy since uh, the Reagan administration. Uh, number four, Lonzo Ball. I love Lonzo's passing, I love his point of attack defense. I love his playmaking ability. What I don't like is the fact that he is not a scorer. And for a team that's that's shitty on offense, the point guard needs to be able to score and needs to be able to shoot. Uh, So number three, Brass. Spencer Dinwiddie, um, great defender. I don't think people give him his prop for his defensive prowess. Who? Um, (laughs) What's that? You say what now? I said Spencer Dinwiddie. I know. What'd you say after that? He's a great defender. I, I, I'm telling you. Look at his defensive rating. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> he's not that. He's he's a good defender. Um, he led that uh, shitty Nets team full of uh, Karis LeVerts and other dudes uh, to a decent record. I think Spencer Dinwiddie is a good, cheap option. Uh, so go ahead, number two. Colin Sexton. I like Colin a lot. I don't want him to be a point guard, but if that's the best you're gonna do, uh, if you don't, if you miss out on my number one option, Colin Sexton, uh, to me, is a big one of the biggest names, the biggest pickups that they can have this offseason. And number one, 
as everyone knows, it's Kyle Lowry. Would be the would the best guard defender on the Heat. Would be the best point guard, hands down, on the Heat. Might be the best scorer on the Heat if he came to this team. So everybody telling me that he's not worth $25 million. First of all, I don't know what you guys think good point guards are fucking worth. Because y'all be on some <laughs> nut shit talking about, oh, $25 million is too much to pay for a fucking starting point guard? Like, get the fuck out of here. What are you... Like, what are we doing? And listen, we played this game that he's too old. We did it with Russell Westbrook. We did it with fucking John Wall. And then we did it with Chris Paul. Like, let's stop. Because the next thing you know, the Heat are going to go into another season without a true point guard because everyone's talking about this motherfucker's too old. This motherfucker wants too much money. The Heat need a point guard. The best point guard on the market is Kyle Lowry. Bring me out, Brass. Or bring up the next person. We'll go on to the next one. All right, we got Tiff coming up next. Don't take as long as I did. Shit. I'm sorry. Seriously. I mean, I was about to fall asleep. Goddamn. All right. So if if we miss out on everybody, and that's including Alf if he don't want to sign, (laughs) then I'll take Colin Sexton at number five as my point guard. Because he's not a point guard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, I got Spencer Dinwiddie. No need to even talk about it. Number three. He, got, he, got three, he has three D's in his last name. I'm great defender. So he does, he's got a little D, D in his game. He got D a little boy. D? A little D. Yeah, three little D's. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I got Lonzo Ball. If you can't score, play defense. Listen. Number two, I got Kyle Lowry. <laughs> he can box out. He can box out. And number one. Box. <laughs> You're so stupid. And number one, I got Malcolm Brog Adon. No, nothing like needs it. to be said. Y'all already know. All right. Okay. Next up, we got Moose. I'm excited for this, mainly because I forgot who I put at five. Brass hit me. <laughs> Well, this you one's cheated. interesting because for five, you fucking cheated and you put two of them. Yes, you oh, you okay. shit. Yes, yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. So I want Brogdon because he's the better player, but I want Spencer Dinwiddie just because I still don't understand cryptocurrency. I need <laughs> someone to break it down. I know he That's had fair. something to do with it. So it's more of like an educational thing. But yes, for the heat, Brogdon. He also Number likes anime. Four. Oh, oh, God. Take get him, him, get him off the list. Get him off the list. Number four, Mike Conley. I love Mike Conley. I've always think he's been an underrated point guard. I think he does all the things that the Miami Heat need, except for stay healthy. That's why he's at four. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball for me. By the way, one, two, and three for me. Pick them. Any one of those three and I'll be happy. I feel like everyone's had Lonzo at three. Lonzo Ball defense. What did I have four? I can't remember. Yeah, well, you get him at you get killer defense, and I think he's the best natural point guard of any of these options. He can't score. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit. He can pass the ball, and he can make Bam a better player. He, he scored better this spot. season than he has yeah, in the past. But and I actually, I do believe that he's fixing his shot. I really do. Passes the ball to a bunch of guys who can't score on the Heat. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Moose. Number two. The man, the myth, the legend, Kyle Lowry. This is a wow. win now move. This will satisfy Jimmy. It'll satisfy Bam. I think it's an easy move for everyone. It makes a ton of sense. And God. number one. She's talking about satisfying himself. This is not good. 
<laughs> Number one, I am all about Sexton. Yeah. I love this guy. I Is he a point guard? I don't know. But he has the highest upside out of any of them. And if you're telling me we can get Colin Sexton right now at this age, I think in our system, you're looking at a potential superstar for the next couple of years. Oh, superstar. Wow. Yes. Wow. I think he has that type of potential. Wow. Yeah. Moose okay. put his name on that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. There we go. You signed that tweet. Put him. <laughs> Lower load on that trade. All right, coming up next. All right, <clears throat> here we go. I guess I'm shake the table a little bit. Start it up, Brass. At five, I get Boom. it. You know, I like Boom. Kyle. I get why everyone else likes Kyle. He's fine. Yeah, he can box out. He's thick. I will definitely take him, but come on, oatmeal. Um, but I just don't. You know, he's not. He doesn't move me. I'll take him. I'll take any of these five, but Kyle is my fifth. Go ahead. Four, I like Colin. He's a little frantic. Um, I don't think he's a point guard. I do think he has good upsides, but I don't want him as my starting point guard if I can have one of the other four, but I would take him. Um, three, I like um, Malcolm Brogdon. I really like his size. <clears throat> I like the way that he plays the game. I like um, his his the way that he carries himself while he plays the game. Um, go ahead. Two. I really enjoyed Lonzo. Um, he is young. He's talented. You can't teach vision. He has great touch on his passes. Um, he he has become a better scorer. He puts great. Uh, stress on defenses. I really, really like Lonzo, and he's a great defender. I think he would do really well in the Heat system. He's tough. He's tough-minded. Um, I enjoy him. And number one, I really, really like Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, he, I think, might be, you can go him or Kyle, I guess, is the better scorer of the bunch. Um, I like what he brings. I like the way that he handles himself on the floor, too. I like his toughness. Um, and so, yeah, that's my five. Yo, somebody said, where is Kendrick? Not a cent, none. <laughs> Listen. This is our top five. Do you know, somebody, somebody <laughs> asked me, like somebody, a friend of mine who does a, another podcast messaged me asking me, like, so, like, what do you think they, like, he's asking me, like, what the heat free agency? And then at the end, he's like, ah, they probably just keep Kendrick, right? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh, uh, All right, G, you ready for your picks? I am. I'm a little excited. So Bro, I think... okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Cal AU says you guys gonna be real upset when we trade for Bledsoe. Hell, motherfucking yes, we will. I'd rather <laughs> I, I'd rather <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. And I'm not. I'm talking about the old Isaiah oh, Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. The FIU, <laughs> the FIU coach. I like the short Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Over Bledsoe, yes. <laughs> All right, so I think I'm going to surprise people with my fifth pick. Um, I think people thought he might be higher, um, but it's Kyle Lowry. I think Thank that you, you know, G. whoa, as a defender, yeah. you know, he provides a lot at the point of attack. <laughs> I think it's you. one of their biggest needs, uh, and you know, I'm a big fan of his. Um, you know, but yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I number four. Kyle Lowry again. Oh, He's the guy that's fuck. really going to shoot oh the God. ball for you. When he comes off that dribble handoff, he's he's going to be able to trigger off the handoff either going to the rim, shooting the ball, and as I said earlier, can play some point of attack defense. Um, really, really helpful. All right, Brass, hit me for number three. 
You guessed it. Kyle Lowry. I think his in-between game is going to be really important for the Heat. I think they don't have a lot of guys that can get to that kind of floater, can get to that little like mid-range area. You know, Jimmy can do it some, but they don't really have a guy that can kind of do it consistently. So he's legit like a three-level threat, shooting, getting to the mid-range, getting to the free throw line, and uh, and getting that floater. All right, Brad, send me up with number two. You guessed it. Kyle motherfucking Lowry. The Heat have a rebounding deficiency right now, as some people have iron deficiencies. And Kyle is going to really help them in that respect. He's going to he's good at boxing out, as everybody's mentioned. Good rebounding guard. Push and go. I think that's going to help that their offense as well. Like, when you have a guy that can rebound the ball and push, get into, into early offense, I think that's going to help you a ton. Dylan. All right. Yes. Only you've all been waiting for. Hit me with right, that number ready one for this? Rest. Yeah, who's this gonna be? Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit, G! He owes us money. He owes us like I hate you so sixty million dollars. He owes us a Dwayne Wade. He better get his ass back here and give us everything that this fucking guy took from us. He he owes us like a week of Dion games for whatever he did. He owes us a lot of things, and money included. So he better come back and do that. <laughs> Shocker, fuck man. Yeah. Holy shit. What Ellis. the hell? All right, fuck. All right. God damn it. But I really want Kyle Lowry. I mean, come on. Get real, guys. I mean, nah. he's a Hall of Fame point guard. He's my favorite basketball player. I mean, he's Jimmy's fucking BFF. He's going to help Bam. You know, he's going to help everybody. The leadership. Think of the leadership. He's a take charge guy. Loves to take charge. It's too perfect. I, I've, I've set it up. Um, Jay Jock says someone we can finally get behind. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.